Santa, man. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're just like, boom, let's go. In it. <laughs> we doing it. Yup. 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 Dancing. Yup. We should try to go dancing out in Denver and see what it's like. Yeah. I think we should try. We just, I can't wait for like the spring in Red Rock. Right? It's gonna be nice. It's the Queens of the Court podcast. Woo! Yeah. We're the King Says Queens. I'm Paul Jafrida. John Hansen. And we're here to talk to you today about women's basketball. Yeah. Um, we're at the end of the season. Yeah, it's big the stuff. The end right of now. the women's college basketball season. Big stuff. We're headed into March Madness. Tournament time. All of the tournaments. Yeah, it's really exciting. I just didn't even like, it just hit all of a sudden. Like yesterday was like, and the season's over. And it was like, oh shit, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> here we go. Tournaments start this week. Yeah. So it's. Um, Most of them start what, Wednesday? Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, really exciting. So tournament time is upon us. This is when dreams are achieved and hopes are dashed. Yeah. <laughs> this is all the good stuff. This is what the whole season's been leading up to, though. Yeah, this is this is what they play for is yeah. for the tournaments. Um, so we have the conference tournaments, and Super fun. Uh, just so you know, <coughs> the way tournament time works is I'm sure you've heard of the NCAA tournament, which is the main tournament. There's 64 teams that get in, um, and then there are slightly secondary tournaments like the NIT, which is the Women's Invitational. Um, which is kind of like the best teams that didn't make it into the NCAA tournament go play there. Not invited to the tournament. Right. Tournament. So the way these invitees get determined for the NCAA tournament is every single conference has a little tournament w- to decide who baby guy. their champion is. Yeah. And then every conference champion gets to go to the NCAA tournament. That makes up 32 of the spots in the tournament. It's a big deal for those little conferences. Huge. Huge. Teams that maybe wouldn't have gotten in. 100% wouldn't have gotten in. You know? So this is what makes up. you got to have 16 the fun, seeds. Yeah, you know? the fun part of the, of the you know, the yeah. season. Because some little cool little school is going to win and then maybe yep. upset somebody. Totally. So it's just fun. It gets you to pay attention to other schools that we probably wouldn't have paid attention to as much. Yep. And, like, there's a lot of really good basketball still out there. So, yeah, it's a, a fun time. We're going to get into the the good matchups, too. So, like, the big Power 5 schools. Yep. Those are going to be really fun. Yeah, those those individual tournaments yeah. are going to be really interesting. Yeah, especially, like, you got the Pac-12 of, like, you got six teams. <sighs> I'm like, more interested in the SEC. I, I'm just saying, you got six teams that are, like, in the top 16 teams. Yeah, I, I know, but I don't know. I'm still more interested in the SEC. I feel like Kentucky got, like, a little bit of a snub. By not getting a top sixteen spot, yeah, and, uh, it was interesting. I think they're gonna make up for it. I think they're gonna earn one in the tournament, and we'll talk about that later. But yeah, I have, yeah. I have something about that too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, but um, so thirty-two teams that make the NCAA tournament are the conference champions from every conference in the country. Uh-huh. So, like you were saying, like for a lot of those teams, like 
It's like the chance to play in the NCAA tournament. The big ticket. Yeah, like we've been talking about like Baylor and UConn who play in the NCAA tournament every year, no matter what, basically. Yeah. Um, Nonstop. <laughs> but there are all these other teams that's like they're, they're one hope every year because yeah. no one else from their conference is making it to the tournament. No. So, very exciting stuff. Um, yeah, it'll be great. Um, can't wait to really get into it. And then right after that, you got Selection Sunday or Monday. Monday. Yeah, Selection Monday. And, and, and well, that's two weeks away, actually. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, after the tournament's right. done. I'm so saying, like, that's going to lead up. This is, like, March, just like how intense March is. It's just the two weeks of tourneys, then right. boom. You Selection get Monday, NCAA tournament yeah, starts. Yeah, and boom. then it's, like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. It's right after each other. So it's, like, all these teams have potential of playing, like, you know, five or six really good games coming up. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, and Selection Monday, like John is talking about, is when the other 32 teams that make the NCAA tournament are decided. And that's done by a selection committee for the NCAA who kind of looks at the best of the rest and sees, you know, which of these teams, you know, played really difficult schedules, which of them have great records, which of them passed the eye test, and they determine the other 32 teams that make the tournament, and then brackets and we're going to talk about brackets in a week or two but we're going to do a fun bracket giveaway so yeah look for that bracket tourney sign up for our bracket it's gonna be dope yeah, it's gonna be great we'll give you more details next week yeah when we figure out the prizes yep but we're gonna be doing stuff so just be involved yeah so listen to us and yeah. fill up brackets and subscribe and uh, you'll have a chance to win some stuff yeah so john I think maybe we should get into, so tonight, something that happened was that the selection committee that determines these teams revealed who they think the top 16 teams in the country are, yeah. essentially. And so that was kind of interesting, and I thought maybe we would start there and talk through you know, some of the surprises and some of our analysis. Okay. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. So the top three teams haven't changed at all. South Carolina, Baylor, Oregon. Big question that we've had is, you know, who's the fourth number one seed? We've talked about UConn, Maryland, Louisville. So the selection committee came out and said it is Maryland. It's interesting. I was saying it last week. I thought it could happen. If they play the way they could play in the in their um, conference tournament, they should lock that up. Yeah. It should be all all said and done. Yeah. It's a hard conference tournament. They'll have to play another top-ranked team probably. So, like, you got to assume, you know, you got to assume that's just, like, how it goes. Like, if they've been on a crazy winning streak, they're just going to keep it up. And, like, yeah, it's it's really surprising that they haven't been ranked for in a, in a hot minute. But, like. So, they have more losses than Louisville or UConn, which is why I think in the AP rankings they're kind of like, no, which isn't the sorry, thing. girl, yeah. you're not quite there yet. Yeah. But I was interested because I looked it up this week, and I found out that Maryland has like the number two RPI rank in boom, the country. Boom, boom. And RPI is a measure kind of of like the, the, the difficulty of your schedule, your win-loss record, and the win-loss and difficulty of all the teams you've played. Yeah, so it's so a nice, kinda, nice heavy algorithm. Yeah, it takes it like another step. Like, not only what your record is, but, like, how good are the teams you've been beating. Yeah. Like, Baylor doesn't have the best RPI because they don't play anymore. Uh, but, like, they have a great team. So it's but not, like, the great of the world. Um, but Maryland was number two. So I was like, I guess they do deserve that spot 
as opposed to like Louisville or UConn who were lower. Yep. So that was really interesting to me. And like, again, most of these tournaments go on. What have you done for me lately? Yep. Right. Maryland's won 14 straight. So and, and they look fantastic. Yeah. So it's like they're doing what they should be doing in yeah. the time that they should be doing it. A lot of those things that happen in the beginning of the season, the selection committees kind of give them like a, a pass. Yeah, because it's gotten like better. Yeah, you most teams get better, and this is what they want to see: you getting better, staying better. 14 straight. It's going to keep you there. Which is why it is interesting to me that UCLA got the number the fourth number two seed. I don't think that's as opposed be that. to Northwestern. We'll see. Because I think Northwestern, based on like their RPI and their record and like their their kind of, you know, win loss and all their metrics, I think they're more deserving than UCLA is. Yeah, I agree. Um so UCLA We've had got, we've had we've had some problems with UCLA this year. <laughs> But they've also had some great wins. Great wins. So like we've been like, okay, maybe maybe they're better. But then they have some losses. The Pac-12 is like, just you know an interesting beast. It um, is. I can't tell if everybody just kind of sucks or if everybody's just so amazing yeah. in that whole conference, right? There's a lot of crazy upsets that happen there, but I don't I don't want them to get the two. You don't want UCLA to get the two? Nah, because like. I think it just changes a lot of stuff. Messes with the regionals. It, it screws up all the brackets, right? Yep. I mean, which maybe the selection committee's doing it on purpose, right? Just to get a Yukon Oregon yes. Elite Eight. Um it gives you a little bit more drama earlier on, right? It gives you two of the better teams, like that you know, two of the better fan bases. Mm-hmm. Draws a little bit more interest to to those earlier games. So like yeah, we're talking, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, but I think any one-two matchup is always an exciting matchup. It doesn't matter if it's. I, I agree, but there's you know, just Oregon something Baylor or, or whatever. Oregon, UConn, UConn. Like, that, wouldn't you like to see it's Oregon, like, UConn in the final four? But that draw that it could get in the Elite Eight. Either one of those teams is going to bring a huge draw into that final four, no matter what, and it's, the, guess, final, and it's but, the final four. But if you're talking about like what's going to bring in like the money and the fans, UConn brings in a lot of fans and money to the final four every year because they're there every year. Yeah, and I think that like if you know if UConn's in the Portland Regional and they have to face Oregon Elite Eight, they won't be. I just don't think they're going to make it. Nope. But I think they have the potential because they've been playing really well lately. Gino's made some changes. They've made some adjustments. I think they have a chance to make it to the Final Four in maybe, like, at least two of the four brackets, but not in Portland. Maybe. Anyway. I don't think they're a Final Four team. That's fine. And that's fair. Um, but I just – I never count out UConn, man. They're just – they're nuts. No, 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 They no. do their thing. <laughs> Gino's Gino, right? Yep. So, and – if there's any team that usually catches the magic, it's them. Yeah. A lot of things usually go right for them. <laughs> yeah. So those were like some of the big takeaways from uh, from the NCAA reveal. There are also some questions about like whether DePaul or Indiana or like Kentucky maybe deserved like one of those final spots and didn't, didn't get it. But yep. um, I think that will be decided 
based on performances in the conference tournaments. Yeah, me too. So, what do you say we start talking about some of these conference tournaments? Sure. We've got four of the five Power Five conferences have their tournaments this week. Yeah. Um, So, the brackets have come out for those four tournaments. They start, ACC starts on Wednesday. Um, I think most of them start Wednesday. Um, Some of them start on Thursday because they don't have as many people in their conference. But um, it's going to be an exciting week. So, let's talk about... The ACC bracket. You know, the, the the top four seeds are Louisville, Florida State, NC State, and Duke. So, how do you see this one shaping up? Um, for me, I think it's going to be a Louisville-Duke showdown. Yeah, that's that's what I have, too. I think Duke's, Duke's been is playing surging. pretty good yeah. lately. Um and I think they have a lot of talent, actually. They just haven't been able to put it together totally. all this, this year. They don't have, like, a bad record or anything. Right? No. So, like, I think they're a really good team, and I think they have some big wins lately, too. Yep. And I think it's going to be one of those things that they're just going to be able to continue off of those things. Like, they beat NC State. Like, they're going to have to play NC State. But you also have to think of that and think of, like, the fact that they just beat NC State gives NC State that much more fuel. Sure. To like, sure, you know, sure, play sure, better sure, in that sure, game. Sure. So, but I just, I, I don't know. There's yeah. a team that's been surging and a team that's been reeling. So, yep. like, I think two are going. They're going in two very different directions. So, I agree. And and I picked the same thing. I picked Louisville Duke. I don't think Florida State has not been playing that great. I do think no, Syracuse. I, I mean, I was gonna have a hot topic. Say like Florida State's gonna finish the season unranked. Could even fall out of like getting into the tournament if they keep playing this bad. I don't think they can fall out of getting into the tournament, but they might fall out of the top 25. Yeah. But I think Syracuse, who is the uh, eight seed in the ACC tournament, they'll have to face Louisville. And I think, I believe Syracuse beat Louisville in the regular season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's a matchup that you've got to look out. You know, I'm picking Louisville as well. But I think there's the potential for that upset with Syracuse, maybe, and Florida State, maybe. To be honest, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think so. Because Louisville think, has looked, you know, unshakable. I, I, I agree. Um, their, their second half of the season hasn't been the best either. Um, but I, I still think they're the best team in that conference. So you got Louisville, Duke. Yeah. And Louisville winning. Louisville winning. winning. Yeah, that's what I picked as well. So let's move on. Pac-12. Hit it. Pac-12 is a really interesting one. The top four seeds are Oregon, UCLA, Stanford, and Arizona. But, like, <laughs> somehow Oregon State fell out of the top four, fell out of the top five. And, like, they were a team that we did a contender showcase on. So this is a conference that has a lot of teams that could win this thing. Totally. But, I mean, Oregon's going to win it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, there's a lot of teams Let's that be could, real. like... Could challenge. Challenge, <laughs> yeah. If, like, Oregon has, like, a really, really bad night, sure. But, like, Oregon's in a different place since the second half of the season. Sabrina's in a different place. She's dropping triple doubles every night. Totally. Satu's, like, I'm the number two pick. I, I think, right. like, it's they're, hard just, to, they're just rocking and rolling. It's hard to say anybody else for that. It's but hard like, to see Arizona or Arizona State challenging them. If Arizona was in the other side of the bracket, I would have picked them to go to the The finals. finals. Yeah, uh, the final against them, but they're not, so I they're not. <laughs> yeah, so you got Oregon on that side, yeah, which I do too. Like Stanford. they're just 
Yeah, but it's funny because like on that side you got UCLA, Stanford, and Oregon State, and the truth is any one of them could make it to the final, and you wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Um, so you picked Oregon, Stanford. Yeah. So that's pretty good, and you got Oregon winning it. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I'm actually picking Oregon, Oregon State. I think Oregon State is ready to like surge, and I think that they've. Had some really big wins, and they've had some unfortunate losses. But I think that with Stanford kind of dealing with the injuries and kind of like reforming the way they are, I think I like Oregon State. Um, do you think that does anything to their and UCLA? Do you think that does anything to their seating? Come so, NCAA tournament time. I think they're on the four line right now. I think no. I don't think it bumps them up to the three line or the, or anything like that. I do, however, think that if UCLA doesn't make it, oh, I'm doing my hot topics. I'll just stop. Sorry. Uh, I think UCLA needs to do well in this tournament to hold on to their two. Their two is a, a surprise to me, but it's not undeserved. They do have some good good wins. They have a great totally. rec- they have a great record. So I got Oregon winning the tournament as well. But I think Oregon State's going to pull some upsets. Cool. Let's move on to the SEC. All right. So South Carolina has been dominating this conference the entire season. Uh, They're the number one team in the country, according to the NCAA reveal. Um, (laughs) You know, there's some really good teams in the SEC. You know, the top four seeds are South Carolina, Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Texas A&M. And that kind of doesn't even count, you know, Tennessee and and Arkansas and Alabama, who've all had big wins yeah. over some of these other teams. Yeah. So really strong conference this year. Yeah, it's another one of those kind of like Pac-12 things where you're like, I think South Carolina is going to get there, but right. some of the other matchups could be really interesting. Totally. So I personally have South Carolina, Kentucky. I just believe that Kentucky. And Ryan Howard, tournament Ryan Howard, is ready to take down Mississippi State and make a statement and get into that top 16. Interesting. So you have them winning. I have South Carolina winning the tournament over Uh, Kentucky. uh, But I have Kentucky beating Mississippi State in the semis. Damn. Because I picked the same thing. Did you? You like Kentucky beating Mississippi State? Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Um, I've been a big Ryan Howard fan the entire year. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, she's amazing. But I picked it too just because of how the seating was. So, like, it's just, to me, I, I felt like that's how it would play out. Um, I really, I've been a big Kentucky fan. I would love for them to win that game, right? Um, yeah, it would be really excited, game. exciting. But I'm excited to watch all these games. It's going to be but, great. Let's be real. South Carolina has been dominant all year. Yeah, I mean, I mean, dominant. I mean, I mean, it's hard to imagine anyone beating them other than one of the other like one seeds. One at seeds. This point. Yeah, yeah. I have uh, a hard time imagining it unless like somebody was to get hurt or something. Yeah, that's it. But I do think they're vulnerable to the other one seeds. Yeah, even though they beat Baylor and uh, and Maryland, I think it was a different Maryland team earlier in the season, and Baylor was without Lauren Cox. So I just think that you know they're not invincible, but maybe they are in the SEC tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, I just, yeah, I can't picture them losing. I, I really don't. I think they're just on such a roll. They're playing so good that, like, nothing's going to stop them. You think they're just going to win at all? NCAA tournament, too? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, that's, okay. That's but you just mean the SEC tournament? Yeah, run into gotcha, or, gotcha, run gotcha. anybody running into Oregon's going to lose, in gotcha, my opinion. Gotcha. Right now. Um, they just look like on another fucking planet at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about the Big Ten women's tournament then. Okay. Big hit, Ten hit, tournament. Hit me, hit me. Top four seeds are Maryland, Indiana, Northwestern, and Iowa. Um, but this is the conference where the most teams are. It looks like they're going to make it to the NCAA tournament. You've got Ohio State, Michigan, Rutgers. Michigan State, Rutgers, uh, just a, a lot of strong teams in this conference. So, how do you see this one shaking out? Um, I think Maryland's on such a roll. I don't think anybody's really going to be able to stop them at this point. Um, they vibing. Yeah, they are. They vibing. I like it. I like how they're playing. Yeah, I just I'm a I'm a Terps fan, right? So like. I want them to do as good as possible. How they started the season, I was really critical, but good because they've been playing really good, and I love it. Now they've lost to a couple of these teams yeah. in the Big Ten during the season. Yep. And Indiana pulled a really big win over um, South Carolina. They're they're the only team that's beaten South Carolina this year. So you know that they've got some magic in them. Yeah. But you still think Maryland's just going to roll through it? Yeah. Um. I like Northwestern. They're a fun team. They're Is that cool. who you have making to the final? Yeah. Um, me too. It's a, to me, it's like, I like Indiana. I think they can. I think they can make some noise in it, but like, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean Maryland looks real sharp. They they real dismantled sharp. Minnesota by like fifty points yesterday, um, so they look real sharp. I think that Ohio State and Iowa is going to be a really interesting game. And um, I think Iowa hasn't been playing their best lately. So I think they're kind of vulnerable as a three seed. Uh-huh. So I also think that Northwestern will make it to the finals. Yeah. Um, but I do think Maryland's going to pull it down. Yeah. My voice is getting lower. Lower. <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's hard to see anyone but Maryland winning it at this point. So we'll see how it shakes out. And then there's the Big 12 tournament, which the bracket has not been released yet because they don't play until next week. Um, but let's let's just be real about it. Like you know, Baylor is undefeated in the conference, and the next you know <coughs> is like ten and five. Yeah, I mean so the like, rankings are right, so the rankings just go Baylor TCU. So it's going to be one two right there so sure tcu could be the number two team they're gonna get smoked by yeah i, I think texas will make it to the championship i think the, as the three seed i think they'll beat Fair. tcu and make it to the championship but i think that baylor, i could totally see it happening too but no one's beating baylor yeah. so like baylor's gonna win that championship good job on you yay baylor the real question is how is baylor gonna perform the tournament in the ncaa tournament when they haven't had as as sharp competition yeah not having as many tests kind of is rough, but they've won their tests. Yeah, so it, like, but I'm talking more just kind of like recently, like, yeah, you know, you have soft, the same question super with like, soft, right? Same question with like UConn. You know, they have to play in the AAC for the, like the last like month and a half of their season. Does that make them less sharp going into the tournament because they haven't had the top competition lately? I mean, <coughs> so 
this isn't the same UConn team. Word. Um, as of like the past, right? So like the Final Four isn't just like a foregone conclusion this year. I think. Word. Um, but they make it every year. Yeah, so it's totally. like, how can you like? It's one of those things that, like, if they're in the right bracket, you can't, like, you know, go against them. But Baylor is a different story. I, I mean, they just were there. They have a lot of returning players, so they know what's going on. Yep. But, like, yeah. Uh, like, I can't envision them not being there. You, you know? can. No, or you I, can't. I can't. Like, I can't see the, any scenario where. Baylor doesn't make it to the final four. Yeah, I just. Oh, I think they could. I, I, think, I think the two seeds could potentially take down Baylor. I think it's possible. Yeah. Like I said, I think the fact that they haven't been able, they haven't had as many challenges lately and haven't been pushed as hard, I don't think that they're going to lose early. But I think that because of that, there's the potential for them to not be as sharp against like a tougher defense or a team that has a player that's real difficult to guard. Maybe. So I don't know. But um, Um, I just think they have one of those players, right? They have. An all-star, or somebody that's gonna go one, you know, top three in the draft, right? Mm-hmm. So like, they have like that difference maker on the floor at all times in those big games. So like, she looked incredible last year in the national championship game until she got hurt. Yeah, dominant. Incredible. So like, what Lauren Cox can bring, what they do. What that team's D usually is, their offensive defense splits are pretty amazing. They don't play the best people, but they don't play as bad of a schedule as UConn. You know? No, no. I mean and they've won big matches. They've won yeah. against UConn and, and you know, they you know, they didn't win else. against uh South Carolina, but they won against Indiana. It was a good game though. So South yeah. Carolina game was good though. Yeah, it was. And that was without Lauren Cox. Yeah. So you got to – I mean, I got faith. Good. I like your faith. Don't. It makes me happy. Thanks, baby. Let's do some hot topics. We're getting into it. Let's do it. So how do adjust, like, one or two of my hot topics? So, like, if this is, like – if I butcher this segment right now, <laughs> just love me. Uh, like, I love just, you. I love you anyway. I hope you do butcher it because then we'll laugh harder. Yeah. Um. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? Um. You go first. So if I have to pivot again even. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes on the clock. Here we go. Hot topics. Uh, we're going to get through a whole bunch of questions. You're going to give me a Yas girl or a Yas queen or a Nog girl. Yas queen, Nog girl. Got Yas queen, Nog girl. Yas queen, Nog girl. Yas queen, Nog girl. I'm going to make that into a shirt. The top six teams will all win their respective conference tournaments. I mean, yeah. We just said that. <laughs> I think it's fun. That, <laughs> we, like, just, we just went through that, basically. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I guess I'm just pointing out more that like I think it's fun that like the top six teams are all from different conferences. That is cool. That is cool. I like that. Good mm-hmm. shit. Good shit, baby. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't even realize that. Boom. That's not. That's not normal. Usually. Value add. Value <laughs> add. Go ahead. UCLA must make it to the Pac-12 championship game in order to lock down the two seed. Hundred percent. Yeah. If they yes, drop, if they get beat yep. by Stanford, they can't keep a two seed. Nope. I 100% think. So, what's the correct response? I said Yas Queen afterwards. Yas Queen. Yas Queen. <laughs> I was like 100% Yas Queen. Might be. Might be. Yeah. All right. Listen to me. (laughs) 
Anna Makarat has freshman Anna Makarat has elevated UConn to a Final Four team, but not if they get stuck in Portland. Uh, nah, girl. Nah, nah. Um, I love it. I love. I I love her. She's great. She's been starting last like and, seven and or eight. She's games. been playing great. She's I think been she's, awesome. I, th- I think she's like gone for like sixteen, seventeen, and eighteen, and like straight games besides tonight. I don't know what she did tonight. She's been awesome. But like the I last love four games, like she's been great. Great on both sides of the floor. Yeah, hustled. Fills that D. hole that they she's needed. Gritty. She's gritty. She's I gritty. like it. Um, but not girl. Not girl. Yeah, it's just not. And there's too much. Too much other things. She's a freshman. She's not going to impact it that hard. Tennessee's NCAA tourney streak will come to an end this year. Yas Queen over. Bye. Really? Yep. So you think that you don't think they're going to make it if, if like, depending on how they do in the tournament? I don't think they're going to do good in their their tournament. So, like, I think they're going to have a quick out and they're going to have. Be gone. Be gone. The NCAA tournament bubble will be upset by at least one surprise finish. In a non-Power 5 conference. I could see it happening. Yes, Queen. So, like, if a Um, team, like... I think DePaul's going to lose. I don't think that'll actually change the bubble, though. I I mean, usually that... that I'm thinking whatever team wins probably wasn't going to make the tournament. I think in the Big East, I think that's not true. I think the Big East might have, too. Maybe that are that, that are set to make okay. it. Okay, but like if like a Missouri State doesn't win it, or South Dakota, or some of 100%. the or Gonzaga, then like because like really yeah, Gonzaga, South Dakota are definitely gonna make it. Right. Yeah. Um. All right, your turn. Okay. Okay. Um. Maryland will reach the finals in the NCAA tournament. Who? So that would mean that they would have to take down South Carolina. Um, if there was one, I thought that they I'll could. give you a Yas Queen. Yeah. I think that they played earlier in the season, and I was real high that Maryland was going to win that, and they didn't. But they didn't play great, and I think they're ready to play great, and I think they can beat South Carolina. So Yas Queen. Okay. Um. <coughs> Sorry. Um. Oregon State is the most overrated Pac-12 team, and they will lose early on in the Pac-12 tournament and lose their seed. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things in that. So like it's it's packed. are they the most overrated team? Um probably given their record and like we did a but contender showcase on. I just told you that I think they're going to play really well in the tournament and surprise us. So, no I know. Girl. So I know. I know. When I heard you say it, I was kind of like, fuck. It's cool. It's um cool. okay. Uh DePaul will lose again and fall out of the top 4 seeds. Uh Yas Queen I, I, I honestly, I, even if they don't lose again, I think ultimately they won't be one of the top seeds. Okay. And surprising, Princeton will make a run during the NCAA tournament. Define run. Uh, elite eight. Nah, girl. I mean, they got to be bold. So they might. Elite eight. No, yeah, Sweet I guess you're not. Nah, girl. There's no way they're gonna they're gonna take out one of the top eight teams. But I do think they can make it to the Sweet 16. I do, too. I just wanted so, to go bold and go eight. Always go bold. Yeah. That, that's it. That's it? That's five. We did it. You five, I five. I like that last one, though, because Princeton's, you know, it's interesting. Princeton is one of those teams where, like, you're just not sure how they're going to compare against, like, the other big teams. Totally. And, like, there were a couple of years ago, Princeton was undefeated during their season. 
and then they got into the tournament as like an eight seed or something or I, can't, I think it was an eight and like people were like you know how far can they go but they were an eight seed so they hit a one seed in the second round yeah and they couldn't get through it i mean they have they have a star this year so they had a star that year too i can't remember who it was but they had it was like almost the exact same situation yeah but bella Ari is amazing and, and i think that she's you know going to be drafted and potentially contribute to a WNBA team so speaking of yes let's get into our spotlight queens are we ready oh are we done are we we done what do we have next i mean we have a contender showcase we have upsets of the week and most impressive shit i'm just so used to doing our hot topics late in the 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 show you you fucked up my head we'll rush through everything else real fast uh my upset time wise we're at 32 minutes. My upset of the week is Notre Dame beating Florida State. He gets to say it. I get to talk about Notre Dame. So, you know, this was a big upset. Congrats, baby. Thank you. I, I feel very excited about it as an Irish fan. So, um, Notre Dame uh, beat Florida State this week. A real tight game. They were losing most of the game. They came back in the fourth quarter. Um you know, big game for them. Big win. They have had a really rough season. Rough. They're not going to make it to the tournament, which is, like, going to end a very long streak. It's very, like, it's been a really rough year for this program. Whew. And for them to finish their year with a win over a top 25 team on the road, I just think it's so big for morale. And, like, it's just... And how like, about all the accolades they just got? Yeah, I mean, three of the players got named to the ACC All Freshman Team, and their you know graduate transfer got named as an All Mention to the ACC. I think uh, ACC A Team, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I she didn't make the A Team. No, 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 she didn't. She got honorable she was mention. Though. Honorable mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Sam, Sam winning Player of the Week for ESPNW Player of the Week, which yeah, is it's, wild. It's <laughs> wild. I mean, like, she had a great game. She had, like, a game with, like, seven threes or, like, seven for 11 sure, for a long distance. Sure, 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 sure. She had, like, 25 points. Great. She upset a top 25 team. I She's love a it. freshman. I love it. Give her some love. I love it. Anyway, so this was very exciting for me. You know, I, I'm excited to see what they can do in the AC tournament, even though I don't have high expectations. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll see how they do in future years. Okay, so which, which one did we do right there? Most impressive? Upset of the week. Upset of the week. Upset of the week for me is going to be Cal um, versus Arizona. Cal beating Arizona? Yeah. Um, Even though Ari McDonald wasn't playing? She played. Did she? Yeah. I'm thinking of a different game. Different game. Arizona lost. Might be. Arizona beat Stanford earlier in the week and then lost to Cal. Ari McDonald didn't have a great game. She, went, she You even said to me the other night she shot like 4 of 10. Hmm. And she had, like, a ton of foul shots, and she had, like, 17 points. But, but they like, just they lost. Yeah, it was a really bad shooting game by both teams, and Arizona shot 6% from three on 16 threes. They won with one of 16. I feel like I'm not surprised that, like, they came back to earth a little bit because they've, like, they've been, like, they've, they've been, like, streaking pretty hard. Overperforming, I feel um, like. So. I, but, like, good for Cal because they were having, like, a yeah. kind of Notre Dame-ish season. They're usually a pretty great program. Well, they just lost such an impact player. Yeah. Um, um, so... But like, good for them. They they've they've had some you know some tough losses this year and like stuff like that. So, I mean, in that game, uh, Jazlyn Green had 17 points off the bench. Played the most minutes, which is really interesting too. And she shot th- uh, three of six from three. Yes, Jazlyn. Yeah, girl, get it. Yeah. So great upset. Good job. They won by one. 
game-winning shot. 55-54. I hate when games are like... I know. Pac-12 is infamous for like low-scoring games like that. Yeah. Until <laughs> Oregon got this high-powered offense, I feel like every Pac-12 game was like 50-40. to 40. Yeah, And you're like, what fault, happened? Though. That's Stanford's fault. the tight D and the slow yeah, and the yeah, pace. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oregon State plays like that, too. Yeah. So... Yeah. But like it's good for Cal, so good for good on them. Totally. Cool win, good shit. What impressed you the most this week, babe? Maryland. What about them? What they've been doing, where they're going in the standings, the fourteen straight wins. They keep on streaking. Let's go. They might. They're gonna get a number one seed. Like this is crazy. It's dope. It's dope. Um, um it's really impressive to me because I was shitting on them shitting on this them. This is the team I was expecting to see out of Maryland I mean, this that's year. That's why they were pre-ranked where and they like, were. Right. And I was like real upset when like at the beginning they of the year out of the it was gate like bad. What happened to Maryland? They have yeah. so much talent. I mean, let's be real. If they didn't have 14 straight, they wouldn't be where they are. Like in the sense of like if yeah. those if those losses were mixed into this streak, I don't think they would be considered as good as they are. Yeah. It's just how they've gone on the whole rest of the season. And like you said, their RPI is very high. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, th- I think there's something to be said for, like, a team trying to integrate new talent into their system. There's something to be said for, like, you know, players who maybe were playing more of a backup role before stepping into more totally. of like a leadership role or a prominent totally. role and, like, the growing pains of that. And some teams do it better than others, right? And so maybe Maryland just had a difficult time this year integrating, you know, freshman point guard Ashley Owusu along Which with, like... now she's amazing. Yeah, along Playing with amazing. way higher expectations for players like Shakira Austin and, and Taylor Mikesell. Yeah, Mikesell is playing great again. She's amazing. Yeah. she's She's going to be one of those, like, gritty standouts her senior year. Like, yeah. she's going to, like... She's like an a award watch. Yeah. Type, and she's going to, like, just keep getting better. Yeah. Yeah. I like her a lot. She's yeah. she's been like that gritty. Even last year, I was like, "Who who are you?" Totally. Oh my god. Totally. And like you were even saying it, didn't they have some transfers and stuff too that didn't think they would be even close to where they are right now? Maryland. Didn't, yeah. Didn't they lose some players like two years ago? I'm Destiny Snoke Slocum left yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. program that, to go to Oregon that, yeah. State, but that was like two or three years ago. Yeah. Because um. they, they just didn't think that the team would be like this. Yeah. Thought like the rebuild was going to be a little harsher than it is, and yeah, they've gotten some great, great stuff. Brenda Freeze does a great job with recruiting. She gets in like one or two like really strong recruits every year. She's done a great job with that program. She keeps people from Maryland in Maryland. Yeah, which totally. I noticed, and that's like, you know, a lot of states are. It's pretty hard to do that. What's but baby? What's the most impressive thing for you this week? <laughs> so the most impressive thing that I saw this week. Was Creighton's Jalen Anu, which I'm sure I just butchered her name like so bad. Anu! Uh, but Creighton's Jalen Anu, who went off this week in games against Villanova and Georgetown. Against Georgetown, she put up 43 points on 15 of 25 shooting. Ooh, damn. 8 from 17 from long distance, 5 of 5 from the free throw line, 9 boards, 6 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Ooh. Zero turnovers, Ooh. zero fouls. Ooh. Super impressive uh, game. Just like doing everything for uh, her team. Uh, I know, it's amazing. Uh, Anyone who's got the ball that much in their hands and has zero turnovers, amazing. Amazing. Um, and then she had another game against Villanova where she put up 20 points, eight boards, one assist, one steal, three blocks, zero turnovers again. 
So I gotta love to see it. Huh? Gotta love it. Yeah. So I was just super impressed by what we got out of, out of her this week. And, uh, you know, shout out to her amazing week. Do you girl? Yeah. We salute you. Most impressive. So I love it. That's it. That's all I got. Spotlight queen. Contender showcase. Who are we doing? Maryland. Oh shit. So, Contender Showcase is where we bring you just a little more in-depth look Maryland. at a team that we think is a contender for the national championship. So, we've done this for a whole bunch of teams already, maybe like eight or ten teams, and our probably our last State. one is <laughs> probably <laughs> our last one is going to be Maryland. Um, yeah. So, anyway, so Maryland is going to get the Contender Showcase this week because we think this team is someone you need to know more about. So. We've talked about them a little bit already. Today. Give me that roster. Um, I'm going to give you their like starting lineup. Yeah, give me that start- the starters. Maryland's been playing around a lot with their starting lineup. Um, four mainstays in the starting lineup that have been there pretty much all year are seniors Kyla Charles, Blair Watson, and Stephanie Jones. And sophomore Taylor Mikesell. Uh, their fifth has rotated between sophomore center Shakira Austin, senior guard Sarah Vujicic. Sorry. Sarah, uh, and a freshman point guard, Ashley Obusu. So, so Ashley Obusu has been getting most of those minutes as that fifth, but they've kind of played around with her coming off the bench or starting. Um, I think it's one of those things where like a player, you know, a freshman comes in, um, you know, and, and there's a benefit to sitting on the bench for a couple minutes and just observing the pace of the game and how the game is going before jumping in. Sometimes you want somebody like her, especially a freshman, to play against the second unit to start mm-hmm. to get the confidence up as well. Totally. And, like, it's just one of those things when you're playing against people, like, you know, more your age, more your physicality, just because you're a freshman, you're just not as strong as seniors, which is usually how it goes. Um, I think it also might be in an effort to save her for late in games. Possibly, but you're not... Uh, I don't think there's any of that in college basketball. Maybe to not. me, they're kids, and you have motors, and you can keep running. Yeah. Uh, you play like twice, three times a week. It's not a big deal. Ashley's a thick girl, though. Yeah, and she's a point guard. That's what I mean. They have motors. All right. Uh, anyway, so Maryland you know, has a bunch of weapons off the bench as well. Um, you know, Shakira Austin is usually coming off the bench. She's at 6'5". She's... A shot-blocking presence, a finishing presence. Um, she was amazing as a freshman. She had a rough start to this year. A little underperforming to where we thought a little sophomore slumpish. But, but she's still such a strong, you know, potential player. Yeah, there, so. I think it's one of those, it's just we expected a lot more than, we expected her to get to another level. Yeah. Um, but she's still doing great. Yeah. Great season. So They've far. got a, a freshman, six, a 6'3 freshman that's listed as a guard in Diamond Miller, who gets a lot of playing time. And the 6'1 freshman uh, forward, Faith um, Sonius, who's also been seeing a bunch of playing time. So those are the team, the, the players that you're most likely going to see from Maryland. They have a lot of different weapons. They can beat you in a lot of ways. They're, uh, they have a super strong backcourt. You know, you know Ky- Kyla Charles is expected to, like, you know, go in the first round of the draft. Um, you know, Stephanie yeah. Jones has is is has been super solid all four years she's been there. And Blair Watson and Taylor Mikesell are sharpshooters. 
So there's just a lot of ways that they can get to you. They've been defending way better as a team lately. Um, I think, like, the team itself is built to be a contender almost against anybody. Because of how versatile they are? Yeah. Yeah. They really are. They they can contend, I honestly think, with anyone. Um, it's just sometimes they don't they don't shoot the best. They don't have the highest shooting percentages. I think when they have a difficult time getting open looks, um, they struggle. Yeah. So against like a really strong defensive team, they might have m- more challenges um, because they they don't rely as much. I don't think on like the transition game. I think they rely on like running like strong sets to get open looks for their shooters. Totally, and they do. Yeah, and they do. But they when do. they play a team that's really sharp defensively, I feel like you know they could potentially struggle. Totally. Um, how would you beat Maryland if you were an opposing coach? Uh, for me. I, I like you said defense, right? So the tough D, I would probably be playing D kind of like how Baylor plays it or UConn plays it, and overplay most of my plays. Make a lot of make them go backdoor, make them mm-hmm. be creative, make, make them, them hit those passes. Yeah, um, that's what I would want to do. Uh, they do have some size, so you know you got to try and like. And especially because she's coming off the bench, it's like how the team really is set up. Is that you got to try and get one of their senior players? I feel like out of the game. You know, just foul trouble. Foul trouble, because they're the ones that I think that can be real different make difference makers in the sense of how the game flows for them. They're really good game managers for that team. Yeah. So even though they're not always touching the ball, they're not always the point guards. I think they are the calming presence on the court for all of these younger players. And all of them are big scoring threats. On any given night, any one of them could drop 20. Totally. That's why I'm saying, like, it's not like they're, you know, they, it's not like they have, like, a crazy, you know, team, like, build, like, set up, like, how they're just, like, ripping threes like crazy or anything. They kind of play to what you give them, and they kind of play to what your weakness is. I'm excited to see how what they do in the tournament. I want to see them play up against. That's why they're able to put up weird matchups, and that's why they keep messing with their lineups because they don't. They look at it as like we we look at your team and how it's set up, and if we put this lineup out there, you're going to struggle. I guess I don't know if they're that reactive, but like I think that's why you. I think they're versatile, but I, I think they still try to like control, like dictate the game and control the pace and play it the way they want to instead of counteracting. Totally, but, but they're able to do that with their lineups. Like they're n- sure. they know they're like, I trust all these people that I'm throwing out there, and this lineup is going to make me successful tonight because there is nights where Shakira Austin does start against the right, you know, against the big centers and things like that. I guess. I don't think it's that way, though. I think it's just they're trying to figure out the formula. But I could be wrong. I mean, they won 14 straight. I think that's a good formula. Maybe. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm excited to see them play against some of the other, like, you know, top 10 teams in the country. Uh, they've played some good top 25 <laughs> teams recently, but it's been a while since they've been tested against top 10 caliber talent. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how their streak holds up against, like, some of that, some of those top teams. Yeah, it'll be nice to see. Um. I, I I would love to see them go to the finals. I would love to see a you know a late run. It'd Word. be fun. Totally. So 
Spotlight Queen. Finally. You've been trying to do Spotlight Queen since like 15 minutes. So, like, show. you really fucked me up by I'm going so sorry. to like, hot, topics. hot Topics is usually the lead in the Spotlight Queen. Uh, we'll, we'll work on like our, our spacing. Mubby, Mubby. You just jumped the gun on me. So, I felt like we were already <laughs> talking about everything in our Hot Topics. So, we might as well just get our Hot Topics done so we could stop like skirting around the issues. No, but I had my I had my lead in for my fifth question into my hot topic or into my spotlight queen. <laughs> so, baby, who's your spotlight queen today? So, my spotlight queen happens to be. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, sorry. Spotlight queen. Spotlight queen. There we go. Okay. Um. So my spotlight queen is actually from Princeton. Going back to Bella. How do I say her last name right? Allery. Oh, Allery. Allery. Yeah, Allery. Um, she's know. having a Not great year. Great year. Um, 18 points a game, shooting a, you know, or her field goal percentage from uh, is right now is what at like 50%. Stats? Is she like a 6'4 forward? So she's a 6'4 uh, small forward guard. Okay, that's how they list her. And she rips threes. Cool. And she, she she is not afraid to shoot. Sounds like an Atlanta, Atlanta Deladon type of player. I know. So she is somebody that could get drafted. Sobbly type a, of player. Based on her skill set and size. Um, She is somebody that could be going into the draft. She's a senior. Um, What is she doing at Princeton? <laughs> she's smart, baby. I mean, like, there are a lot of good places to go if you're smart. Like, Stanford's an excellent school. And a, and a super good program. I know, but I wonder if she was like not like a highly like touted like recruit. Maybe not. I, what I, year I, was was she? And she's a senior now. She's a senior now, so yeah. that would be like four years ago, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's having a great year. The last few games, she's put up like twenty five every single game. Um, she shoots at like a decent clip, but like she's not afraid to shoot. She goes to the line a lot. She does a lot of things on offense and defense for the team. She's their floor general. She does everything. So she's really impressive, and her season's gotten better the entire year. So, yeah, she's a great spotlight. You should follow her. Um, her Instagram is Bella, B-E-L-L-A, underscore A-L-A-R-I-E. Drop her a follow. Give it to me one more time. B E. L L A underscore A L A R I E. Word word word. Yeah, give her a follow. Um, she seems like a you know cool cat. I like her. So I found her. She was the number eighty three ESPNW ranked player in her class of two thousand sixteen. So she must have redshirted a year. Okay. So um, what her, what's her... what was her what was she listed? She's at listed that? as a six-three post. Really? Not even a forward, a post. post. Yeah. And now she's listed as a six-four small forward or guard. Guard. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. They gave her the guard tag. I mean, like, good for her for I like saw a guard you know, tag. I was like, oh my god. But yeah, I mean, right? That's yeah. amazing when you see like a six-three, six-four player listed as a guard. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, I love it. Um, but like, good on her for like you know being like a you know not as highly touted recruit. Going to Princeton and being able to develop into like an amazing player at it's Princeton, amazing. which you know is a good strong program for the Ivy Leagues, but like isn't one of like necessarily the most highly you know, touted programs. 
Yeah. Uh, their campus is awesome, by the way. I actually did a basketball summer camp there when I yes. was in high school. And their facilities and amazing. everything were amazing. Wow. School was dope. And they like treated us like kings while we were there. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so fun. So big ups to them. There's a reason that Carlton wants to go to Princeton. Yeah. Oh, my God. When you go there, you're like, this is Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, but. I think they're what Princeton's ranked twenty one right now. She got them. Something she like got that. them in the top twenty five. Like it's yeah. incredible. So Amazing. great year. We salute you, Spotlight Queen. Who you got, baby? So my Spotlight Queen. Going back to my upset of the week. I'm just piggybacking off ESPN, and I'm gonna I'm gonna spotlight Sam Brunel. Um, what? Not only because I'm a fan of the fighting crazy. Irish, I did not expect that. But also <laughs> because um, this is a player who, once upon a time, was you know number one rank in her her high school class. Uh, by the time she graduated, she had fallen to like four or something. Whatever. And like she's you know one of the best players in this class, in this freshman class, and she had a really difficult start at Notre Dame. Not a lot of senior leadership. You know, wasn't hitting her shots. And she has played really, really well lately. And this is a player who you should expect a lot of noise from over the next four years. Year four, it's just going to be like 30 a game, seven for like 12 shooting from three. It's going to be amazing. So so Sam Brunel is an amazing basketball player. She's also listed as like a 6'3", like forward. But she's also she's a player a that <laughs> shoots. She's a, She puts it on the floor. You know, she, she's a great all-around player. And, I mean, she um, won the... Freshman or the not the freshman the senior high school basketball three point championship. Yeah, when she did the all McDonald's All American. Yeah. yeah, so she's an amazing shooter and and just a fantastic player. And her Instagram is fucking lit. lit. So hype. Lit. Um, I like her Instagram. She posts like a hundred stories a day. She's. I mean, only today because she, like she got all these accolades, young, but like though, too. she posts a lot of stories. <laughs> she young. She posts a bunch of pictures. She's super active. She's a diehard <laughs> basketball fan, and she's a diehard Notre Dame, you know, Fighting Irish, and uh, she's just super fun and and a great you know personality and someone that I expect to see in the W one day. Yeah, I like so, Sam a lot. Throw her a follow. You can follow, follow Sam her. Brunel. And her Instagram is Sam Brunel thirty three, so that's S A M B R U N E L L E thirty three. Yes. Throw her a follow. Help support the Fighting Irish. Yeah. <laughs> follow. We salute you. We salute you, Sam. You're dope. Good ups on you being ACC Player of the Week, or Women's Basketball Player of the Week. So that's about does it for our show today. Yeah, it's a long show. How long? 55 minutes. 55 minutes. Well, well thank you for listening to us. Almost hopefully, an hour. Hopefully you got some good value and content today. We really wanted to give you a good rundown on like what was the going tornies. on. And There's a lot of tornies. Time it's up. tourney time. Next week, we'll talk more about our giveaway. Follow us on social media if you can find us. Follow us. <laughs> subscribe to us on the iTunes store if you're not already. And we're the king size queens. I'm Maybe Spotify one day. Yeah, let's get to, let's do that this week. Yeah. All right, we're the king size queens. I'm John Hanson. I'm Paul Jafrida. Ah. And uh, don't forget to pump it up. You got to pump it up. Bye. Bye. Don't you know?